York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? It's Jailers from Nick of Time Show, giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to do something that we haven't done that much this season. It's time to celebrate the Knicks beating the Hawks 101 to 87, led by the leader of the night, my guy <laughs> Kemba Walker, gives you. A triple double. Gunshots in the air for Kemba Walker, man. First triple double since 2014. The smiley face assassin, the Don from UConn, gives you 10 points, 12 assists, and 10 rebounds on the night. Julius Randle awakens from the Dulges, gives you 25 points, three assists, three turnovers, 12 rebounds, and one steal on the night. Super efficient. 60% from the field, 66% from three, and the Knicks walk out of here with a victory on Christmas Day without Trey Young, with RJ Barrett coming back, <laughs> and with the Knicks stepping up and playing very good offense for the first time in a long time. These Knicks win, man. Merry Christmas to you guys, man. Merry Christmas, Knicks Nation. Gunshots in the air. The Knicks deserve this win, man. We played right today, dog. We played right, man. This was this is we wanted this one. We got this one. We got this one. Man, what a difference a few days make. What a difference a few days make. And listen, I you gotta give it credit, man. We gotta give this guy credit. We gotta give Kemba Walker credit, man. You gotta give Kemba Walker credit, man. Every everybody, including me, was iffy on Kemba Walker. We and we just, you know what? We we had talks about what happens when you have guys together who aren't used to sharing the ball. And we kind of compared this Knicks team to uh the Miami Heat team back in the day, right? Not to say that our ceiling is a Miami Heat championship, but when you have different guys who are used to having the ball and they're trying to figure out how to play each other. Sometimes one guy defers a little bit too much and somebody's, and sometimes guys have to step up. Kemba Walker is obvious. It's obvious now that Kemba Walker uh, needed to step up and be aggressive from the jump. And that was the reason or part of the reason why we got off to a slow start offensively. Now it's very clear it's very clear. Kemble Walker is kind of the engine in the first option for this team. Because this game started off in the right direction because Kemba Walker started off aggressively and started off in the right direction. And before I even get into this breakdown of this game, shout out to the chat, man. Gunshots to the chat. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to Johnny Mo Crash, Big Reaper, Mr. Rivera, Vib Shop, Rich Jim, uh, the best modern game, Fritz Alessandor, Picks for Timmy, Jean Cheryl, and everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. And you too, JT Reddick. Shout out to you guys as well, man. Kemba Walker, though, man, this, this game started off because Kemba Walker was aggressive. He was aggressive going to the hole. And he was aggressive shooting that three off the pick and roll. And that opened up the game for everybody 
else on this team. Once Kemba Walker started going, everything opened up. The biggest difference in this game from previous games also, assist. Assist. You already mentioned that Kemba Walker already had 12 assists by himself. But the Knicks, after complaining that we don't pass the ball enough, 28 assists from these New York Knicks tonight. 28 assists. When the game started at halftime, I think five players or more had shot the ball five times. The ball was spread around. The wealth was spread, and it all started with Kemba Walker. And shout out to, 20, shout out to Craig Williams. Give me a 20 dollars super chat. Merry Christmas to LS Ryan, G. Roy, and all the mods and everyone in the chat. Salute to you guys, man. Salute to you. But Kemba Walker was the engine who started this. And it's funny because if you're looking at his shooting numbers, he didn't necessarily have a good shooting night. 25% from the field, 22% from three. But what you saw from Kemba was the aggressiveness from three and also the paint touches. Something that he something else he wasn't doing at the beginning of the season. Kemba Walker got into the paint at will and broke down the defense, especially in that first half. And when he was able to do that, he was able to spray the ball out to all different types of shooters, um, to, to Fournier, to, 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 to Randall, to Grimes. Everybody was eating off of that uh, Kemba Walker drives to the basket. But also, we're also what we found is in the second half was something that we've been begging for on this program for a while is, you know, we taking the ball out of Julius Randall's hands and having him, A, go downhill, or B, what we saw today, he was picking and popping. That second half when Randall really started going, Kemba Walker and Julius Randall, they ran pick and roll like six, seven, eight, nine, ten times in a row and got buried results and different success rates out of that pick and roll. And that so you saw Julius Randall, who for once he wasn't he wasn't thinking. He was reacting. Making quick decisions. Shooting when he's supposed to. Not thinking on his shot. Straight up follow through. And hitting shots with regularity. All night long, Julius Randle was doing that. And not only that, once he started getting his shot going, he then used we then used Julius Randle as more of a secondary playmaker and not of a primary playmaker. Which is something that you really want to see from Julius Randle. <laughs> three turnovers on a night, which is interesting enough, kind of low for Julius Randle. Three turnovers on the night for Julius Randle. And we, we, let's look at some Julius Randle stats. 25 points, three assists, three turnovers and 12 rebounds. 60% from the field, 66% from three. Everything very decisive. Everything extremely decisive. Um... And what I liked about Julius Randle's game, too, is the joy that he played with today. We talked about leadership posture. We talked about leading by example. Um, I, if you follow us on Instagram, we, I was kind of even worried about Jul or Randall because it seemed like his head was out the game. And that last Wizards game, even when, even when Kemba was going off and he was scoring and the team was up, 
Randall did not look like he was having fun. He looked like he was going through the motions. Today was a different Randall. Emotionally, spiritually, um, energy-wise. Today, it seemed like he was bringing it on both ends of the court. And if he was watching the little post game on ESPN, it seems like Kimba and Randall had a talk about it. They had a talk about um, the leadership of the team, them leading by example. And Randall specifically himself said, we have to play with more joy. We have to play with more joy and we have to play with more, more consistency. And when we do that, the other guys will follow. And that's exactly what happened. We got to keep with this formula, guys. We have to keep with, we have to keep with the formula of, of Kemba Walker leading the way. And it seems like Kimber Walker is being a leader, man. It's, it's looking like it right now. It's looking like Kimber Walker is being a leader. We have to stick with that formula of him leading away, him being the primary playmaker, and Julius Randle making quicker decisions and him making secondary plays and not just running the offense strictly through Julius Randle. Because you even saw when he got in trouble, when did he get in trouble? He got in trouble when he started going to the post. When he started going to the post and, and, and dribbling, um, it seems like he almost turned the ball over or turned the ball over more frequently. When we was having success, it was Julius Randle, Kemba Walker pick and roll. Either Julius Randle shot the three or Julius, or Julius Randle drove the ball and got assist or a lot of hockey assist that I saw off, off of those actions, man. So that is a staple that we need to do moving forward for sure. And... Before I even bring into the game, too, I need just to talk about Kimball Walker and the blessing in disguise, man. You you got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. And I'm still a Deuce, a Deuce McBride guy. I still want to see him get more minutes, and we could have seen him today. But Kimball Walker, you have to give this guy credit, man. Why? Why do you give this guy credit? The professionalism to be out of the games for as long as he have and to step up and still smile through adversity, still be a leader on the bench, still talk to his teammates, still hearing stories about him um, talking in video sessions, and then coming in here, and it seems like now, it seems like he's starting to have an effect on Randall. Like, you're starting to see a little bit of camaraderie between Randall and Kemba right now. So you, you got to give it up to him, man. You got to give it up to him because he's performing. And here's the other thing. It's a big deal. When a guard can shoot 25% from the field, 22% from three, and be a plus on the night, plus 19 on the night with a horrible shooting day, uh, like the third highest plus minus of the night next to Julius Randle, Evan Fournier with plus 19, that's how you know you point guard. Because there's, pl- there's been plenty of games with Rant- when uh, Kemba Walker has scored 17, has been a negative. He, he vehemently put an imprint on his game. He put a big imprint on his game. And when these guys come back, when Grimes come back, when McBride comes back, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be another, it's going to be another gear. Because I, I'm, I'm starting to feel like I'm hoping that we found a synergy. Defensively, it seems like we still have certain ways to go. We still face an undermanned Hawks team. They didn't have Trey Young. Um, there were still certain things I saw defensively that we still have to clean up. 
like our pick and roll defense is still not all the way where it should be. It seems like we're getting confused on rotations. Uh, I feel like Alec Burks gets confused sometimes on where to rotate. I uh, saw so Evan Fournier also not closing out on three-pointers. Um, we still have to clean certain things like that up. But defensively and off offensively, we've taken a step. I feel like we, we finally found a flow offensively. And I also, defensively, I feel like Mitch is starting to turn a corner. So even though we're making mistakes, Mitchell Robinson, he's able to um, actually, it seems like he's getting his win back. He seems like he's able to rotate more. It seems like you're starting to see him, for one, uh, he's starting to block more three-point shots before. He's starting to play for longer stretches. He's starting to get rebounds. He's starting to run the floor for longer stretches. We're starting to see Mitchell Robinson turn a corner, which is a great sight to see because he was looking like dead in the water. We, everybody was ready to, to trade him for Miles Turner. And, and you might still be, you might still want that stretch five. Some of you guys might want that. But now it's not a foregone conclusion anymore. Now we're starting to see the value of Mitchell Robinson, the guy that we saw last season. Right? So. There's a lot to be is a lot of good things to be to be said about this game. And it starts with our our two guys right now who are looking like um might be the leader of the team for real now. It looks like Kemba might be the guy who's lead this team because I Woj announced that Kemba Walker will be the starter for the point guard moving forward. And starting he will be the starting point guard moving forward. Um as expected. As expected. So Kemba has the keys now. When we envision getting playmakers on this team and Evan Foyer and Kemba Walker, this is more what Knicks Nation envisioned. This is more, way more. This is what we envisioned. Uh, an offense running smoothly like this. And it's crazy because as smoothly as the offense is running, we've only scored 101 points. Um, but I feel like you know, that will change when we have more guys who can hitch, when we have our, our bench in here who can uh, run the offense more when Kemba's tired. But still, but still, still a great effort. The The signs of a good offense is how, a sign of a good offense really, when you look at it, is how many wide open shots can you produce? How many wide open shots can you produce? And that third and fourth quarter, there were so many wide open shots, it seems like our guys are starting to get it. These guys are playing for themselves, it was driving and kicking, and a lot of a lot of those series are wide open. And once we have more players in, once we have more guys who 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 get their win back, I think we can start getting that offense that we envision in our mind once again. All right. But shout out to everybody in the chat, man. I'm gonna start to take some calls and, and uh, start to get into um, you know more breakdowns of the game of, about Grimes and and Mitch Robinson and 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 RJ Barrett and those guys returning start talking about more of those guys but shout out to the chat so far shout out to my real fake cousin Winston Ellis shout out to you shout out to the shells who sends me a Merry Christmas shout out to Knicks Nation TV shout out to my guy Jay Boogie in the chat I saw you got my guy Jay Boogie the preacher <laughs> shout out to D Nice I'm not convinced Jay I'm not convinced I mean we still look D Nice we the next few games we have about 14 games where we play teams who are under 500 or below so we're gonna have a chance to figure it out our season really might is going to rest on these next 14 games we really have to start to run the table but i feel like we still can figure things out um and at least on the offensive side of the ball, we're heading in the right direction. And I think we'll, as 
I, I think uh, I think it's, I think there's there's certain there's some things we can grab from game to game that we can take from this game and bring it into the next game. I, I still have some hope about that. All right. All right. So first caller up. Let's go Reaper. Reaper, let us know uh, what you want to talk about and uh, how did you enjoy this game, sir? Is Reaper there? Next 14 is definitely important. I, I thought did I misread something? I thought Reaper was in it was in the log. If he's not in the rule, I can keep going with the show. Alright. Oh, big Reaper's in the Okay, okay. My bad. I'm I'm not, why do I think Alright, cool. Alright, cool. So on with the show. Surprisingly, some other things I want to talk about is the, the bench. The bench scoring is starting to pick up like we want to. One of the big reasons why we even won this game was, was the bench scoring. If you're starting to look at the bench scoring altogether and let's pull these stats up. Bench scoring. Surprise I mean, take this to the grain of salt because the Atlanta Hawks were depleted. 38 to 23. When it comes to the bench scoring, a nice showing for our bench. Um, first, I want to highlight um Ob Toppin, Ob Toppin, who's been in health and safety protocol over this week, had a really he had a pretty uh, a decent game, thirteen points on a night in thirteen minutes, uh, four defensive rebounds. For Obi Toppin, five of eight from the field, sixty percent, one of two from three. But something that we've been sorely missing was the energy. That's something he actually talked to his coach about, and um, something that I saw today. And it's something that he started to miss. I feel like is the off-ball cutting, man. The off-ball cutting. The off-ball cutting is something huge that I, I feel like Obi is bringing to the table, and it seems like he even him. And Kemba are kind of developing some uh, some chemistry, and and it made some nice plays at the basket, cutting off the ball, and um, had some real some little bit of difficulty defensively, but overall good night from Obi. Um, something else I want to say about Kemba, and another advantage of Kemba playing more of the point guard role and the primary playmaker role, is off ball cuts in general have been a problem for this team. I don't know if you if you've been watching the, the Knicks offense, right? If you've been watching the Knicks offense, uh, when when Randall is playing that point Randall role, he often misses cutters. Like I said, he, he gets a lot of assists primarily off of of um, dribble handoffs and screens. Kemba Walker facilitating the basketball is going to allow a lot more cuts to the basket, a lot more easy. Easy baskets, just because um he's 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 a point guard, man. It's it's going to encourage people to to cut off the ball more. Even Evan Foy, who 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 seems to be a guy who cuts off the ball a lot more, um I think you you'll start to see him shine a little bit more with Evan with Evan uh, with um Kemba running the point, R.J. Barrett as well, and even guys like Kemba Walker and even Grimes, man. When I saw Grimes come in and play some hot minutes today, I think he's gonna re reap the benefit of that as well. Um, but Kemba Walker, man. What a game for him. Really good. <sighs> we should have done this a long time ago, man. You know what? Now nah, I'm, I'm not going to say we should have done this a long time ago. I'm going to change that and say 
the Tibbs benching just ends up being a, a blessing in disguise to me. Like, I know we're catching a lot of heat because what was you thinking, Tom? Tom shouldn't have benched him. But this is one of those situations where I just feel like it woke him up. It woke Kemba up because if Kemba was playing this aggressively from the jump, there was no way Tom was going to bench him. D despite the defense, he, he, he was just too much of a net positive on the other side of the ball to bench him if he's this aggressive and playing playing this officially on offensive end and, and facilitating this much on the offensive end. And you can, you can kind of blame Tom for that too, for not taking the ball out of Randall's hands from the jump. But this Tom benching, man, although he's getting some heat from it, it might end up just being a blessing in disguise. Or it might or it might it just might up being it just might end up being the thing that woke up Kemba. Straight up. Like he might have needed it, man. Otherwise, he would have just deferred to Randall the whole season. Reaper. Now the Reaper's on the line. Uh, shout out to Reaper, man. I thought you was on the line before, but let us know what you want to talk about, sir. Hey, hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm so happy we finally got a win. Actually, this is a very good win. Um, they didn't have Trey and a couple of uh, their main players. Uh, but honestly, uh, you know, it's, it feels really good for them to be able to win this game and, and do it convincingly as well. Um, overall, I thought it was a good game from everyone overall, you know, obviously it's not perfect, you know, but definitely, you'll definitely take it. Uh, Kimball Walker, he definitely like, you know, did a much better job running the offense, uh, today. I right. felt like everything flowed like really well. And I think you're spot on with everything you're saying. It's better, um, if he initiates the offense and have it just kind of have him uh, be the one who's running the offense like through, through Julius. And uh, Julius actually, because of that, Julius did play a little better today in terms of making quicker decisions. Yeah. And like you said, when he basically, when we actually gave him the ball to actually run the offense, and he started trying to back in, back down into the lane, it's you know it was basically a lot of time it was a disaster. You know, so it kind of felt like he had more than three turnovers. So I'm not <laughs> right. that, but you know, it's, they say it's three, so I guess I'll take it. But it really felt like I. I it really felt like he had a lot. He had like maybe five or something. But I guess you know maybe it was just you know maybe it was just me. So it was some close um, calls. It was some close calls, Reaper. There, there was someone he was falling yeah. down and he threw the ball out, and it, and it made it to a three point mm -hmm. shooter by happenstance. But uh, he made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so yeah, I'm really impressed in terms of like the whole Kimball Walker thing. I still got to see it play out some more. You know, it's um. Uh, it's it's not for me. It's not really the offense. It's never really been about the offense. It's just always been more about the defense. Uh, what does it look like when you have Kim Ben Fournier on the floor together? Mm -hmm. the, you know, RJ is back now. So um, honestly, it is. You know, having Kemba, uh, Kevin Fournier, and RJ is better than Kemba Fournier and Burks because RJ is a better defender, more length than Burks. Right. Uh, but, you know, still kind of have to wait and see. You know, we were able to get away with it today. Uh, the Hawks, you know, uh, we we just played. We did. We actually played pretty good defense today. So, yeah, uh, we'll see if, we, if they can actually maintain that going forward. I'm not even going to say, like, all Hawks are just, you know, they missed it or 
you know, uh, because they were only really missing Trey Young, you know, for the most part. Um, so, it was, you know, there's, I mean, they and they came out to play. They were aggressive. They were able to come back. So it was a very – I was thoroughly impressed with the win today. So I'm just hoping they can, you know, continue and build off of it. But, yeah, that's pretty much what I have. And I'm just really happy that we won this game. Yeah, man. And hopefully they can build on it. Absolutely, absolutely, man. I'm happy too, man. Gives man, it's giving us a nice little Christmas gift <laughs> to end this this year out, man. We, I really wanted this. I really wanted this win against the Hawks. Now the Knicks are two and zero yeah. against these Hawks. It's not the playoffs, but I'll take it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. The yeah, playoffs. definitely. You know, you know that's the best part about it too. I was like really happy about it that they basically, you know, of all the games you got to show up for, you definitely want to show up for the Hawks, especially Julius Randle. I'm really happy he showed up for this game. And, you know, and did what he had to do today. And, yeah, and the, they're looking really good. And that kid Grimes, man, they're looking really good. Grimes you know, needs Grimes to play. Really good. It's amazing. I know. It's unbelievable. You know, it's really unbelievable. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm still, like I said, man, I still want to see this play out a little more. All this is great. Uh, but, you know, uh, either, honestly, either Kemba or Fournier, Preferably, I would prefer to keep uh, Kemba because, especially if he can continue running an offense the way he's running it, I, honestly, one of them got to get traded. I mean, like, we need Grimes or one of these, like, younger guys in that starting lineup. Yeah. Because they can hit the shots, number one, you know. And number two, the defense. The biggest thing is the defense, yeah. actually, for me. And, like, the, them being able to hit shots is secondary for me. Uh, but it seems like they know the plays. Uh, they, they work pretty hard. And they're always in the right position. They don't really screw up, you know, they're, um, they don't screw up on offense. You don't see them, like, getting yelled at because they're in the wrong position on offense or on defense. So, um, you know, just to kind of help shore us up going forward. And I think it will really help having one of, them in, one of them in the lineup. And Absolutely. then the other thing, too, is because Julius is, is – it's, he, because he's so bad at filling out games, he needs a little more predictability, right? And so I think, you know, Grimes – especially Grimes is going to be able to bring that. You don't need right. like a Fournier because he's able to do this, that, and the other. You don't know what he's going to do. And, yeah, Grimes is going um, to shoot it. He's going to hesitate. Where he's going to go with the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it'll really help Julius. It'll really help the whole team a lot. But I, I still think one of them, you know, especially Grimes probably needs to get into that, get into that lineup. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yo, yeah, appreciate, your core, appreciate your core Reaper, man. This is going, this is going to open up the – the floodgates for this conversation about Grimes versus RJ versus Evan Fournier because the minutes was looking interesting today. When I look at the image distribution, distribution between those three and and the role yeah. that we have going forward, thank you for that call. Yeah, just one more thing. Well, just one thing. Uh, one last thing, actually. Sure. You know, you're, the very good point you brought up about RJ. I hadn't really spoke about him. You guys know how I feel about RJ. Talented kid, but you know, him like finishing in a paint. It's kind of crazy he's not able to finish in the paint. And that's, you know, like, so it is kind of interesting. I didn't look at the minutes yet to see the distribution. Uh, like, what did you see? Was it, did, uh, did Grimes get the same or more minutes than RJ? Yes. Like, here's the thing. RJ and Grimes ultimately finished with the same minutes. But mm -hmm. RJ, I feel like RJ got more of the garbage minutes. Like, it was after, like, I feel like the important minutes really went to Grimes. And yeah. there was a there was the push that happened in the third quarter. 
it was Kemba, Fournier, Grimes, Randall, Mitch. Um, so like, I'm 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 just under I'm just under the impression that you know you like I said like I said before we need an astute defender in that lineup, and also yeah. I think we need. A, a low usage player in that lineup too, like a guy who's going to just move the ball, okay. move the ball, yeah. defend, shoot the three when he's supposed to, make decisive decisions, and it it, yeah. it worked. That lineup really worked, and that lineup really pushed the lead. So, um, yeah. I'm I'm, and I I love RJ. I'm not saying RJ's out of rotation or anything, because you know he's mm-hmm. his first game back. Um, he started off good after after, after protocol. He got some fast breaks going. He got a dunk. Um, but um, it just seems like depending on who's shooting, you can mm-hmm. see who's going to get more minutes. And seeing that how Grimes is more of a natural shooter, and mm-hmm. coaches getting more comfortable with him, I can start to see Grimes be taking minutes away from Evan Fournier or R.J. Barrett, depending on how the night goes. Yeah, I thoroughly agree with you because I wasn't even really looking at it from that standpoint. But you're right. The fact that he makes really quick decisions, not necessarily because he's going to uh, sit there and dribble the ball and try to make a play. But he he's a good playmaker, but he makes very quick decisions. He's not, He knows, like, he's not there to run the offense. So that's a very good point. RJ, obviously, you know, he's a bigger, uh, bigger guard. Um, RJ, you know, could be a really great player. But, like, you know, I've always said, for a long time, like he he needs to start finishing in the paint. Yeah. And actually, that's his boot. That's the thing that like he uh, people are not realizing. You know, Tom is going to notice that at some point, especially if you got Grimes sitting there and he's basically you know playing the way he's playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, RJ should definitely you know should definitely look out. Not like I said, not saying he you know RJ is not going to be a star or anything, but he definitely needs to start finishing in the paint. Uh, you know, if he wants to get respect, if he wants to, like, especially start playing more. Um, if he doesn't, like, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's just not going to happen. And that's one of the reasons why everyone always wonders, like, says, like, RJ doesn't get respect. But if you look at his efficiency numbers, compare him to, like, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, uh, his peers, the people he came into the league with, the, that's the reason why he doesn't get the respect because his efficiency numbers are so low especially true, his true shooting and effective field goals, they're mm-hmm. way below league average. And so, you know, something he really, he really, and it's because he doesn't finish in the lane. That's really what the problem is because he shoots decent from three. Definitely. And so that's not the problem. It's just the fact that like, you know, he'll like shoot, he'll go three for five from three and like and go four for, you know, three for eight or three for 11 in the lane. So, but yeah, those are very good points. But that's all I have. Let me get off the phone. Uh, <laughs> happy holidays, everyone, and happy New Year. All right, happy holidays to my guy Reva, man. Yeah, thanks for calling in. But yeah, like I was, like I was saying, okay, R.J. Barrett on the night. Let me pull up his stats. R.J. Barrett on the night, and still, still, you still take this with a grain of salt, right? You still take this with a grain of salt because it's his first game back. Sometimes you expect some rust. Um. But R.J. Barrett on the night. I'm sorry. I know it's kind of cut off a little bit. R.J. Barrett on the night. 4 of 15 from the field. 26%. Um, nine points. But, like, you know, 
plus 12 on a night too. So he, like the defense was there. He made certain plays. He had four assists, which is good. Um, but the shooting wasn't exactly there. And it, it looked look like for the important parts of the game, the coach decided to go with Grimes, which I'm not mad at. Um, and even Fournier, even Fournier had a this. I was actually kind of surprised that Evan Fournier had a a decent game, you know. But Evan Fournier, he kind of found his his shots if with trans in transition. One of the one of the other things that's impressive about today's game with these Knicks. Is you know one was the 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 assist twenty eight assists on a day after not passing the ball of the game before having you know finishing the game with twenty eight assists is pretty impressive, but it's also the turnovers like the points off turnovers. Today the Knicks had twenty one points off of turnovers, and you know I think we only forced the I think we forced what twelve turnovers on the night for twenty one points at halftime. There was a game that came to a point where at halftime we had more turnovers than the Hawks. But we also produced more points off of turnovers, which is telling me a few things. That's telling us, one, that we're getting back on defense on transition for the first time in a long time, which is a huge deal for us because that's something that we struggled with. And two, that the pace of this team is quickening and we're actually converting off of our turnovers at a higher rate. And Evan Fournier, I feel like, had a a, a decent uh, a good amount to do with that. He made a lot of his breakaway threes off of turnovers. I think he had what 15 points on the night. 15 points on the night, three assists, five rebounds, uh, three is six from the field from 50%, six to 12, six to 12 from the field as well. Um, also, what we saw for Evan Fournier to do is today too is more of him mixing his game up, not just being a guy. Who was just spotting up from three? You saw some floaters from Evan Fournier. Um, you saw him mixing up, going to the hole. Uh, so we saw a pretty good Evan Fournier today. It seems like he's getting in the groove offensively. Um, defensively, when it, when the Hawks made their run, uh, I feel like it was more Alec Burks and Fournier kind of missing some cues, getting confused on where to rotate, not closing out on shooters and things of that nature. But overall, I'm liking what we've seen for Evan Fournier. And like I said, I'm loving Grimes here long term. I'm loving Grimes here long term. And Evan Fournier is making $18 million. If Kemba Walker is unlocking his team and Evan Fournier starts to look more like a complete basketball player, and Grimes starts to come on as well. It's going to be it's going to look good for us because I feel like we'll be able to move Fournier for uh, uh, maybe a, a pick or, or dead weight, another piece, so we can make a bigger move down the line. Because right now, to me, it's addition by subtraction. It's addition by like if we move Fournier and slide in Grimes with Kemba and RJ, I think our defense will look a lot better. And if Kemba keeps producing at this rate where he's creating open looks for us and Julius Randle starts to get the idea of how to play off Kemba and be the secondary playmaker more often than not instead of the first option, we're going to do a lot better, a lot better. And um, I think we'll be able to actually make certain moves, whether it be by the deadline or in the summer, that's going to benefit these Knicks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Picks for Timmy says Evan Fournier keeps giving JLS keeps giving Evan Fournier props. 
I might have to. I mean, he had a decent game today, man. He had a decent game today. He, he shot well. Um, he had some defensive lapses, but he had a decent game today. I'm, I'm still team Grimes, though, all the way. Long term, I'm still team Grimes because at the end of the day, I'll keep referencing um, <laughs> Mark Mark Berman saying, oh, we should have gotten Chris Darte because Chris Darte is just that good. Grimes could be just as good or better than Chris Darte. Than Chris Duarte. He just needs more time. And it's evident by the it's evident. <laughs> if I feel like if Grimes didn't get the referee treatment, the that that freshman class treatment today, he might have had a better game because the Hawks are to get back in the game after he was up by 16. Because one, he Grimes got clobbered at the three-point line, and the rest called nothing. Absolutely nothing. He should have got that three. And they also called some crazy ticky-tack fouls on him. There was another foul they called on Grimes where he he dead-ass grabbed the ball. I, I forgot who he was playing. He dead-ass grabbed the ball from somebody on a drive. And instead of calling a jump ball, they called a foul on Grimes. You know what I mean? So the rest had it out for Grimes today. But I feel, I feel like once his reputation... Starts to move around the lead that he's a, a stout defender. He's going to get more benefit of the doubt, and he's not going to get called like that. Now, now hear me out. I am giving Fournier props. I still feel like there's certain things he could have done better defensively. His man at one point, Fournier's man, was was four for four from three. So his rotations are still kind of sucky. You know? But he still, he still scored uh, effectively, and he had some good moments. And at the end, and if he keeps at least scoring effectively and having more good than bad, his trade value is up, man. His trade value is up. It'll be easy to move him. It'll be easy to move him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's all I got to say about that, really. Um, Alec Burst came off the bench today, too. Five points. Good to see Alec Burst back on the bench. Um, if there was any... If there was any sort of criticism from Tom today, it might be when there was a point in the game where Kemba was visibly tired. He was chucking up shots and it was air balls from three. Maybe he he could have went to Burks to play the point guard role in more in more of those moments. Um, because you know Burks played 17 minutes today. Maybe that could have been up more to like 20, 20 or 22. But that's nitpicky stuff. Um, but overall, good game. Overall, good game. And also, another positive too, Julius Randle. I was nervous when Kemba Walker was going to the bench because I'm like, because the the game before when the Wizards were, were running us out the gym, when Kemba Walker went to the bench, the offense fell apart. This time, when Kemba Walker went to the bench for a while, uh. The offense was kind of moving through Randall, and he wasn't doing his post-up move stuff. He was kind of moving to the basket and driving and kicking and making kind of quick decisions. And, shoot, lo and behold, it was pretty effective. And Randall kept that momentum going. So, I mean, that was a good sign for Randall. That was a good sign for Randall overall, man. So, shout out to these Knicks. And good game. Good game, man. It's a good game overall. 
Um, you know what? I don't think we have any more any more callers. But um, what I'm going to do though is to celebrate this Knicks win and to celebrate uh, our guy Jay Boogie. I'm going to bring to you guys a treat. It's a Jay Boogie exclusive. Shout out to my guy Jay Boogie. You sent me something. It's the Jay Boogie Christmas song coming to Knicks Nation near you. It's the jolly time of the year. Right before the new year, ain't no other squad better on this day than the Knicks. We back. Best time of the year, they say it's Christmas. Little kids can't wait to see it's Christmas. New clothes, new toys, me it's Christmas. You see the Knicks, we back, we on Christmas. It's so pretty when you can see the snowfall. The red nose, tell them that it's Rudolph. Uh, uh, chestnuts roasting, the Knicks stay roasting. Tell the whole league we hosting. Flames up in the chat. Shout out to my guy Jay Boogie. Merry Christmas. Merry Nixmas. Knicks win. We I saw you, man. We, we got that win, baby. You got that win tonight. We got we had bird tonight, baby. Knicks ate the Hawks for dinner. Kemba Walker had a good day. Woke up, got a triple double. 10 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds, one turnover. Julius Randle, super efficient. Julius Randle smiling on the day. 
Shout out to Julius Randle. And also, I saw somebody mention Mitchell Robb. Shout out to Rich Robb, man. Mitchell Robb turning the corner. Mitchell Robinson gives you 30 minutes. No Nerdor's Noel. No Sims. Gives you 30 minutes of action. Four points. One assist. Eight rebounds. Five blocks for Mitch Rob. Looking spry, looking active, running the floor, covering up for the Knicks' mistakes. Mitch Rob, man. Mitch Rob staying here. And oh, $10 super chat. Shout out to my guy, Big Big Reaper. Says a $10 super chat. It says Merry Christmas to KOT. All right. Uh, Oh, we got we got Stan. Stan, no. Shout out to my man Stan. No whack on the line. Stan. Stan, let us know what you want to talk about. We waiting for you, Stan. Alright. We, 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 we here. We here. We here, Stan. I hear you. I'm glad. Oh. There you go. We back. We back. Can you hear me? Oh. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. Did you not hear me before? Yeah, I couldn't hear you before, but you're perfect right now. Okay, yeah. Let me wish everybody a uh, Merry Christmas mm-hmm. and a good win for the Knicks. Um, you know, on Christmas Day, it's kind of a tradition. Uh, but uh, I got some random observations about the game. I'm not going to get into the game because you, you've already gone over it. Well, first of all, um, it's Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Today's December twenty fifth. Uh, you know, here in here, fifty miles northwest of where you are in Orange County, it's December twenty fifth. So why did the garden decide to paint the floors in Halloween colors? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm I I thought I thought Kemba Walker said it was going to burst into a freaking jack o' lantern. All right, take take I, some, I, I, take I like, anybody. I, I like the Halloween colors. I like the, the orange trim. It look kind of fly to me, no personally, but I don't know. maybe it's... It, it was was that a blue or was that black? It, it was black, but you know I'm biased. If you look at the, if you look at the tail the KOT colors on our screen, I kind it's kind of like dark and orange highlights. So maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. And um, um, you know you mentioned Mitch gave us. Um, oh, by the way, my my headphone microphone makes makes me sound like a half octave higher. I've listened back to some of these shows that I've called in on, and I, I sound like the drunken guy at the end of the bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know you're not drunk yet. It's I, fine. <laughs> well, no, really. I mean, it's it's it, it's really bad. But anyway, um, let's see. You mentioned Mitch gave us 30 good minutes. Um does Mitch still, and I don't want to mention brand names on a show because that might get you banned or, or something or get get a strike, but does Mitch have to wear, um, he seems to love to wear the the shoes that say, just do it. <laughs> uh, is, this, is, is, this, is this an all aesthetics <laughs> breakdown today? <laughs> 
yeah, it's 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 going to be random uh, observations uh, about aesthetic breakdown. You know, we'll we'll get into the, some of the females in the crowd. No, we won't. Right. Uh, but <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, but uh, no, but I, I you can see the guys laboring, and this this is just my experience. Well, it's not just my experience. Heck, uh, when I coached a team and when I sponsored a team, I went out and and took all the basketball shoes off uh, off the kids and bought them. And, and this is this is not a brand known for basketball, although Kawhi's got a pair out, but they're made overseas, made in Asia. No, I I bought them running shoes. I bought them uh, shoes with harder soles because these sticky basketball shoes um, that Porzingis had a contract on, uh, and when uh, (laughs) yeah, no, seriously, when Giannis ran them over, remember that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Question, Stan. Do you have any observations about the game? Uh, well, other than Kemba's, Kemba's um, odd triple double. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, he tried really hard, um, at, you know. But I mean, you got to shoot better than in the twenty percentile range. Well, yeah, you know, you, you, you know. I mean, that's that's obvious, right? Uh, uh, you know. You, you know, I, I like Obi's. I, lo- I like Obi's dunk for the last, you know, punctuation Bruh. point oh. on the on the on the, uh, right. on the game. Right, right. Uh, um, I like Julius. Um, I like Evan. A few defensive lapses. That's, but you know, you can you can cover up one of those guys. Because of his offensive capabilities, but not two. But yeah, or three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two or three. Yeah, uh, but um, anyway, what I'm saying is the the brand of shoes that the man's wearing, um, they're they're very narrow. Um, there are American-made shoes that are running shoes. You can get. A, uh, okay. Got two you. wide, four right. wide, six wide. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> well, because you, no, because the, 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 the man's wearing a, I feel you. I feel you. Now, we, we got to move on from the two you know, but um, other than that, um, I, I think Julius had a good game. Right. Um, you know, a few missed free throws, but so be it. But uh, but the Knicks were not at full strength, obviously, but they're basically playing against an Atlanta team that you might as well have called a three-legged dog. Uh, they were missing a lot of their. I mean, Trey Young was not there. Yeah, Trey Young is the engine. So, yeah, and Julius is our engine. Oh, uh, oh if you 
Yeah, well, I would say, well, I would say it's looking like it's going to be Kimber. I would say right now. Yeah, but that was that's not going to last for long. Well, I, I mean, I think I think what's going to happen is when when uh, I think I think the Knicks actually are showcasing Kemba. Um, I really do, I really do, and I, I you know he's he's a cheap contract to move. Somebody, uh, somebody that's got four very good defensive players, um, y- you know, in the lineup, y- you can cover that. You can, like you had stated, uh, you can cover that one one guy, right. and yeah, and just let him do his thing. And if he is going to be an assist machine like he was today, um, and let's hope. Because that's an improvement. Because he's not known for that, right? But uh, but if he's going to do that, then more trade value. Interesting. And you may, you know, and I think that's what I think that's what they're doing. I mean, the rest of the league is looking, and uh, the Kemba fanboys are going to be out there, and there are GMs that do like Kemba. I'm sure got to be in the, in the 30 uh, that are there. And if somebody needs a point guard um, at the trade deadline, if they're going to be high up uh, in the standings, there could be a trade right there. Interesting. And, uh, and that's, that's, you know, I think that's what's going on. And is he being showcased with Fournier? I think the Knicks are going to keep Fournier because I think I think Tibbs, you know, uh, um, we are missing Mike Watson as as I had mentioned a few shows back. Mm-hmm. But uh, and that's that was the real defensive mind because Tibbs is doing the offense, the defense, and, he, and he's and he's monitoring. The G League team, he's, he's got a lot on his plate. Right. But, uh, um, but uh, you know, that's all I, I, I really have to say other okay. than good show, great show. You know, gotcha. thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, um, yeah, but uh, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect the same kind of performance against – if the Knicks were a full team – and the Hawks were at full strength. Um, there's only two guys on that squad that can shut Trey Young down. One I've seen do it, and that's quickly. Mm-hmm. Second one uh, I think could do it is Grimes. I agree. I agree. Uh, um, I'm, I'm not not Grimes. Uh, well, I Grimes know what you mean. You mean might, my, you're talking about McBride. You I mean, mean McBride. I mean, I mean Deuce. You mean McBride. I mean McBride, yes. Right. I, I mean McBride. Absolutely. And that's all I have to say. And and to everybody else, you know, have a great holiday. All right, absolutely. All right, thank. Shout out to Stan, man. Thank you for for calling in. Um, interesting enough, he says he feels like they're shopping Kemba, and he feels like it's not might not be the last. And that's an interesting concept to think about because you know, um, there's pros and cons to Kemba, right? At this point, if you. The way Kemba's playing right now, like, you don't expect, okay, we don't expect him to score 30 points a game. Today, he didn't. But today, what he did was he, he created havoc with paint touches and dribble penetration. And 
to be an effective guard or, or be effective player in this game, you need to have more than one skill set. So if he, if he's if he's passing at another level and still ki- kind of spreading the floor because a, a threat from three, and now you're adding rebounds to that to that skill set, um, then uh, sometimes you can live through these crazy stretches. Now, here's the thing: like I don't he's when we have quickly and McBride back, he should not he's not gonna be playing this many minutes. So you're not he's not gonna be having triple double game because he's not gonna be having forty minutes a game like he's having right now. But um I do think it makes the decision I'm I'm not sure if it's a foregone conclusion that we move Kemba. If the team rallies around Kemba. You know what I'm saying? If the team if the team starts to rally around him. Because of his positive attitude, and even Julius starts to follow him too. Which is, if you like, I said, if you look at the post game on ESPN after the game, it looks like they're starting to get on the same page. And if that starts to happen, then I'm not sure that's the direction that the franchise is going in. I would, I maybe might try to move Fournier. All right. I might try to move, like I said, I might try to move Fournier and get Grimes more time, and um, still, still find time for McBride as well, of course. Cut, cut Cunningham's minutes and find time for McBride, but that might even get trickier when Derrick Rose comes back. But man, what a man, what a different a week and a half makes, man. Jeez, we're gonna see, we have to see what happens more because there's still a lot of games left, and this 13 or 14 game stretch is gonna be telling. To see if Kemba can keep this up, if this team can keep moving in the right direction. If we start running off a lot of games and, and win more more than half of our games, maybe like, you know, 8 out of 14 or something crazy like that, 9 out of 14, then we might have to re- really reevaluate this team and figure out if we're going to really be buyers or sellers when it comes time to um, hit this offseason. All right. Last caller of the game. Of the night, I mean. Uh, our closer, tell him Alejandro. Test, test. Test, test. Test, test. Hey, Ellis, how you doing today? What's going Happy on, Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yep. Are you ready to smoke on this Atlanta Hawks pack? <laughs> I am ready to smoke on this Atlanta Hawks pack. Now, of course. It's not as sexy because Trey Young's not there, and we all want to shut him down. We all want to shut him up. And we already know, based off the offseason that we had with some of the changes that we made, we now have the personnel to outmatch him and explore his weaknesses, his lack of defense, you know, because we got rid of Reggie Bullock, thank God. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, even though the win isn't as sexy, still, to this day, I'm looking at Clint Capella, and I got beef with Clint Capella. I still have yet to see him body Mitchell Robinson. I saw him talk... Big and bad when he mm. had a 3-1 lead. I mm. saw him talk big and bad when he went up against 35, 36, 37-year-old uh, Taj Gibson. <laughs> and he had uh, we had Nerlens Noel with an injured ankle, who was third, top two, top three in blocks. That's when he was talking trash. When he had to deal with Noel, he had to deal with Robinson. Now, ever since we played them twice this year and Mitch has been on, I still have not yet to see Clint Ooh, do anything. That, that is a great so I'm point. always going to expose Clint Capella. For doing nothing. That's a great for being point. a regular generic inside big man that's mad replaceable. I'm not <laughs> saying he don't do good stuff for Atlanta Hawks. 
But come on now, you don't think Sims can contribute the way that Capella does? You don't think that Robinson can, Noel can? A lot of other big men in this league can contribute the way that Capella can. For him to think that he was the vacation sender, that was dumb. You see how us Knicks fans never forget what Spencer Dinwiddie said? Yep. That's how I feel when it comes to Clint Capella. I, I ain't never going to forget what he mm. said. So whether Trey Young's there or not, we always going to smoke in his pack. Facts. Facts. Now let's continue. Remember I told you? This game, we was going to get a few answers. Now, we didn't get all the answers that we need because we couldn't get the full competition because they didn't have Trey Young. Right. But I am starting to see something. We got Kemba. He's going crazy, right, for the past four games. Now, I think, honestly, I like him. I like the chemistry that might be brewing when we get all the young guys back. Right. I know we all want to move Fournier. But... I don't know if we should move Kemba, man. I kind of like having him. If he's going to play like this, obviously. Right? I, I, I yeah. kind of like having him. Especially, especially JLS, um, especially JLS with no Derrick Rose for eight weeks. Yeah. This is like um, insurance, you feel me? I feel this you. is insurance that I, I think Kemba could cook and possibly get. If, if we're offered something good by the deadline, maybe we can't refuse it, you know? But. Right. I'm not so sure I'm rushing to move Kemba, man. And, and, and it's going to be mad important for Randall to play a role different from last year. Right. He's not the guy no more. Right. Defer to Kemba. Build chemistry with Kemba how you had with Reggie Bullock last season. And I think something special could be brewing. I really like what I'm seeing from Kemba Walker, honestly. And, 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 and you know what? Yeah. When he's cooking, right, to help make up for the poor defense, I'm not so sure we should be starting Fournier next to him. Right. I absolutely love Grimes. The more I'm seeing Grimes, I love him. He makes quick decisions on offense. He's spraying on offense. Mm-hmm. I think he had at one point five threes. I didn't look at the box score. I don't know if he had a six three or not. I know today at one point he had five threes. No, he had fifteen points, so he only had five threes. But with that being said, I saw him matched up with Cam Reddish. That's another wing mm-hmm. that the Atlanta Hawks love gassing up. Oh, Cam yeah. Reddish. Oh, we won the Luca trade. No, you didn't. Because your man Cam Reddish is inconsistent. You saw all those bricks yeah, you shooting today? Sure did. And the reason why I'm bringing up Cam Reddish, Jay Ellis, because I saw our boy Quentin Grimes match up with him. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Grimes was matching up with him very well. I think he would match up well with DeAndre Hunter. I think he would match up well with several wings in this league. I agree. So I feel like if we pair him up next to Kemba, that might help yeah. with some of the defensive mishaps that we had as opposed to pairing up with Fournier, who we know, you know, he's been struggling defensively all season long. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, Jay Ellis, I kind of want I, – I know R.J. Barrett just came back from Corona and, he's, you know, he's shooting bricks. I kind of want him to get a, a flow and build chemistry with the bench. I always say we have the best bench in the league. Mm-hmm. I want to see him run with IQ. And Obi, because, you know, they bring that energy. I yeah. want to see him run with McBride. Yeah. And maybe Grimes could be his replacement, you know. But I'm not so sure I want to see RJ running with Kemba and Randall. I feel like I've seen, especially with Randall, I've seen him run with Randall. And I feel like, you know, Randall, Randall has to defer to Kemba. So how is he, you know what I'm saying, where is RJ going to fit in that? If we're yeah. already having trouble with, you know, not trouble, but transitioning from a Randall team from last year to maybe just guards handling it and Randall right. trying to fit in with them. I think a good spot for RJ would be off the bench with the guard squads, with the young guns. And, you know, I think he could develop something with them, man. But with that being said, I'm happy we got the W today because, honestly, even though they had no Trey Young, losing this game would have been like losing the last game. We should have oh, won yeah. against the yeah. with no Bradley Deal. Come on, man. Absolutely. Do and, um... One. 
and uh, and um hopefully we can get our players healthy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I didn't have any problems with Coach Tibbs today. You know I'll be watching. Yeah, you know yeah. I feel you watching her? Mm-hmm. About Coach Tibbs. Mm-hmm. I had no problems with him today. Today was decent. And, and and we'll see if Kemba could continue this momentum because this came out of nowhere. And if he can, something really could change with this season, man. We've been under 500 for a little minute. But these yeah. past four games that Kemba's been playing, ho- hopefully, Jay Ellis is not just, oh, the knees is fresh because he ain't played for like a month and then he'll wear down. Hopefully, it's not that. But right. if it is, we got to ship him out of town before, you know what I'm saying, while the stock is still high. We just got to play it day by day. You feel Absolutely. Me? Day by day. So Absolutely. I'm happy. I'm mad excited. God bless to you, man. I'm going to hear what you got to say. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. K-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-S-N-I-C-K-
So that's going to help. It's going to help us a success rate when if that happens. It's also going to help our success that Mitch is rounding into form, and it's going to help us overall. Now the other thing you said was something I kind of mentioned on this program before too. Was I like RJ running with the second unit more? I, I honestly do, and it, it doesn't really have any. It doesn't have anything to do really with RJ's, RJ's performance per se. He just seems to fit with the second unit more because they like to run and he likes to run. Uh, so I, I do kind of agree with with that assessment. I like him with Grimes and quickly and and being that guy on that second unit. And um, yeah, I agree with like all the points you said. Um, trade deadline is February. This is going to be a nice little trial run to see where our team is moving forward. Offensively, we're moving in the right direction. If we can move on the right direction defensively, we'll be in the right pace. And also, if Julius Randle, Julius Randle, shout out to Julius Randle, man. I saw this man smiling today. I saw this man smiling today. I haven't seen this man smile in like a week. I haven't seen him smile in a week. He seemed like he was happy. It seemed like he was happy. It seemed like he was happy for Kemba. He was the one who pointed out to Kemba, hey, triple-double triple watch. Watch watch it. Watch it out. Watch out now. So if Julius Randle can keep this mental going, and it seems like when I'm looking at Kemba, it seems like Kemba is pulling Julius Randle mentally to get him to that happier place. That's what it looks like to me, at least from what I've seen to, so far on, t- on the television today when I was looking at the postgame. If, if Julius Randle can keep that up, um then uh, maybe we can turn this thing around. It can be better than we think. So, um, yeah, man. Good show. All along, good win, man. All along, good win. That is our show. Shout out to Jay Bookie. Shout out to Tell Alejandro. Uh, shout out to Knicks Nation TV, repping old school. Fritz Alessandro picks for Timmy Airbells. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Um, listen, man, uh, please hit that like button. Please hit the subscribe button if you like the show. Uh, we should have Ryan back and Roy back for the next game on Tuesday, I believe, versus the Thunder. As a it should be a gimme game, although the Thunder did win win the, the game before. Um, you don't want to take any team lightly, but the march towards the right direction is going to start with the Thunder game, and let's keep this momentum going and win this and win these games. All right. But if you like the show, please hit that like button. Please hit the subscribe button. And subscribe to our channel. Uh, we're on our road to 7K subscribers on YouTube. So we're definitely trying to get to that goal. I think we're at 6,400 and something. So help us get to 7K. Also, definitely, definitely follow us on Instagram. I think we're about 60 away from 10K followers on Instagram. And... Um, you don't even know. That'll be a huge help. If we can get to, to 10K followers on Instagram, huge help for us. Um, it'll, it'll be able to, you'll be able to, you know, promote on that more. It can help us with revenue streams. It can help us promote the show more. You know, the, the swipe up situation happening. So definitely follow us on Instagram as well. Um, that is our show. Thank you guys for watching. Definitely appreciate the support. Shout out to the chat once again. Fritz Alessandro, Next Nation TV, Telem Alejandro, Winston Ellis, Stan. Everybody else is rocking with the show. I'm out. Enjoy your Christmas. I'm getting some food and chilling with my family. Peace. <laughs> New York, New York, big city of dreams.